Hello everyone and welcome back to Bible in a Year. Today is day 125 and we're going to start off with 1 Samuel chapters 1 through 4. Here we go. There was a certain man of Ramathaim Zophin of the hill country of Ephraim whose name was El Elkanah son of Jeroham, son of Elihu, son of Tohu, son of Zuf, an Ephraimite. He had two wives. The name of one was Hannah, the name of the other Penina. And Penina had children, but Hannah had no children. Now this man used to go up year by year from his city to worship and to sacrifice to the Lord of hosts at Shiloh, where the two sons of Eli, Hophni, and Phinehas were priests of the Lord. On the day when Elkanah sacrificed, he would give portions of Penina, his wife, to Penina, his wife, and to all her sons and daughters. And although he loved Hannah, he would give Hannah only one portion because the Lord had closed her womb. And her rival used to provoke her sorely to irritate her because the Lord had closed her womb. So it went on year after year, as often as she went up to the house of the Lord, she used to provoke her. Therefore Hannah wept and would not eat. And Elkanah, her husband, said to her, Hannah, why do you weep? And why do you not eat? And why is your heart sad? Am I not more to you than ten sons? After they had eaten and drunk in Shiloh, Hannah arose. Now Eli the priest was sitting on the seat beside the doorpost of the temple of the Lord. She was deeply distressed and prayed to the Lord and wept bitterly. And she vowed a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, if thou wilt indeed look on the affliction of thy maidservant and remember me, and not forget thy maidservant, but wilt give to thy maidservant a son, then I will give him to the Lord all the days of his life, and no razor shall touch his head. As she continued praying before the Lord, Eli observed her mouth. Hannah was speaking in her heart, only her lips moved, and her voice was not heard. Therefore Eli took her to be a drunken woman. And Eli said to her, How long will you be drunken? Put away your wine from you. But Hannah answered, No, my lord, I am a woman sorely troubled. I have drunk neither wine nor strong drink, but I have been pouring out my soul before the Lord. Do not regard your maidservant as a base woman, for all along I have been speaking out of my great anxiety and vexation. Then Eli answered, Go in peace, and the God of Israel grant your petition which you have made to him. And she said, Let your maidservant find favor in your eyes. Then the woman went her way and ate, and her countenance was no longer sad. They rose early in the morning and worshipped before the Lord. Then they went back to their house at Ramah, and Elkanah knew Hannah his wife, and the Lord remembered her. And in due time Hannah conceived and bore a son, and she called his name Samuel, for she said, I have asked him of the Lord. And the man Elkanah and all his house went up to offer to the Lord the yearly sacrifice and to pay his vow. But Hannah did not go up, for she said to her husband, As soon as a child is weaned, I will bring him, that he may appear in the presence of the Lord and abide there forever. Elkanah her husband said to her, do what seems best to you. Wait until you have weaned him. Only may the Lord establish his word. So the woman remained and nursed her son until she weaned him. And when she had weaned him, she took him up with her, along with a three-year-old bull, an ephah of flour, and a skin of wine. And she brought him to the house of the Lord at Shiloh, and the child was young. Then they slew the bull and brought the child to Eli. And she said, O oh my Lord, as you live, my Lord, I am the woman who is standing here in your presence, praying to the Lord. For this child I prayed, and the Lord has grant me, granted me my petition, which I made to him. Therefore I have lent him to the Lord. As long as he lives, he is lent to the Lord. And they worshiped the Lord there. Hannah also prayed and said, My heart exalts in the Lord. My strength is exalted in the Lord. My mouth derides my enemies because I rejoice in thy salvation. There is none holy like the Lord. There is none besides thee. There is no rock like our God. Talk no more so very proudly. Let not arrogance come from your mouth. For the Lord is a God of knowledge. And by him... Oh, excuse me. <laughs> that was someone calling me. Sorry. For the Lord of God is knowledge. And by him actions are weighed. 
The bows of the mighty are broken, but the feeble girdle, gird on strength. Those who are full have hired themselves out for bread, but those who are hungry have ceased to hunger. The barren has borne seven, but she who has many child, children is forlorn. The Lord kills and brings to life. He brings down to Sheol and raises up. The Lord makes poor and makes rich. He brings low. He also exalts. He raises up the poor from the dust. He lifts the needy from the ash heap to make them sit with princes and inherit a seat of honor. For the pillars of the earth are the Lord's, and in them he has set the world. He will guard the feet of his faithful ones, but the wicked shall be cut off in darkness, for not by might shall a man prevail. The adversaries of the Lord shall be broken to pieces. Against them he will thunder in heaven. The Lord will judge the ends of the earth. He will give strength to his king and exalt the power of his anointed. Then Elkanah went home to Ramah, and the boy ministered to the Lord in the presence of Eli the priest. Now the sons of Eli were worthless men. They had no regard for the Lord. The custom of the priests with the people was that when a man offered sacrifice, the priest's servants would come while the meat was boiling with a three-pronged fork in his hand, and he would thrust it into the pan or kettle or cauldron or pot. Or pot. All that the fork brought up, the priest would take for himself. So they did at Shiloh to all the Israelites who came there. Moreover, before the fat was burned, the priest's servant would come and say to the man who was sacrificing, Give meat for the priest to roast, for he will not accept boiled meat from you, but raw. And if the man said to him, Let him burn the fat first, then take as much as you wish, he would say, No, you must give it now, and if not, I will take it by force. Thus the sin of the young men was very great in the sight of the Lord, for the men treated the offering of the Lord with contempt. Samuel was ministering before the Lord, a boy girded with a linen ephod. And his mother used to make for him a little robe and take it to him each year when she went up with her husband to offer the yearly sacrifice. Then Eli would bless Elkanah and his wife and say, The Lord give you children by this woman for the loan which she sent the Lord. So then they would return to their home. And the Lord visited Hannah, and she conceived and bore three, three sons and two daughters. And the boy Samuel grew in the presence of the Lord. Now Eli was very old, and he heard all that his sons were doing in all Israel, and how they lay with the women who served at the entrance to the tent of meeting. And he said to them, Why do you do such things? For I hear of your evil dealings from all the people. No, my sons, it is no good report that I hear of the people of the Lord spread hear the people of the Lord spreading abroad. If a man sins against a man, God will mediate for him. But if a man sins against the Lord, who can intercede for him? But they would not listen to the voice of their father, for it was the will of the Lord to slay them. Now the boy Samuel continued to grow in stature and in favor with the Lord and with men. And there was a man of God to, and there came a man of God to Eli and said to him, Thus the Lord has said, I revealed myself to the house of your father when they were in Egypt, subject to the house of Pharaoh. And I chose him out of all the tribes of Israel to be my priest, to go up to my altar, to burn incense, to wear an ephod before me. And I came to the house of your father all I gave to the house of your father all my offerings by fire, fire from the people of Israel. Why then look with greedy eye at my sacrifices and my offerings which I commanded, and honor your sons above me by fattening yourselves upon the choicest parts of every offering of my people Israel? Therefore the Lord, the God of Israel, declares, I promised that your house and the house of your father should go in and out before me forever. But now the Lord declares, Far be it from me, for those who honor me I will honor, and those who despise me shall be lightly esteemed. Behold, the days are coming when I will cut off your strength and the strength of your father's house, so that will so that there will not be an old man in your house. Then in distress you will look with envious eye on all the prosperity which shall be bestowed upon Israel, and there shall not be an old man in your house forever. The man of you whom I shall cut off, not cut off from my altar shall be spared to weep out his eyes and grieve his heart, and all the increase of your house shall be died by the sword of men. And this which shall befall your two sons, Hophni and Phinehas, 
shall be the sign to you. Both of them shall die on the same day. And I will raise up for myself a, a faithful priest who shall do according to what is in my heart and in my mind. And I will build him a sure house and he shall go in and out before my anointed forever. And everyone who is left in your house shall come to employ him for a piece of silver, or a loaf of bread and shall say, put me, I pray you in one of the priest's places that I may eat a morsel of bread. Now the boy Samuel was ministering to the Lord under Eli and the word of the Lord was rare in those days. There was no frequent vision. At that time, Eli, whose eyesight had begun to grow dim so that he could not see, was lying down in his own place. The lamp of God had not yet gone out, and Samuel was lying down within the temple of the Lord where the ark of God was. Then the Lord called, Samuel, Samuel, and he said, Here I am, and ran to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. But he said, I did not call, lie down again. So he went and lay down. And the Lord called again, Samuel. And Samuel arose and went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. But he said, I did not call my son, lie down again. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, and the word of the Lord had not yet been revealed to him. And the Lord called Samuel again the third time, and he arose and went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. Then Eli perceived that the Lord was calling the boy. Therefore Eli said to Samuel, Go, lie down, and if he calls you, you shall say, Speak, Lord, for thy servant hears. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. And the Lord came and stood forth, calling out as at other times, Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel said, Speak, for thy servant hears. Then the Lord said to Samuel, Behold, I am about to do a thing in Israel at which the two ears of every one that hears it will tingle. On that day I will fulfill against Eli all that I have spoken concerning his house from beginning to end. And I tell him that I am about to perish his house forever for the iniquity which he knew, because his sons were blaspheming God, and he did not restrain them. Therefore I swear to the house of Eli, the iniquity of Eli's house shall not be expiated by sacrifice or offering forever. Samuel lay until morning, then he opened the doors of the house of the Lord, and Samuel was afraid to tell a vision to Eli. But Eli called Samuel and said, Samuel, my son, and he said, Here I am. And Eli said, What was it that he told you? Do not hide it from me. May God do so to you, and more also if you hide anything from me of all that he told you. So Samuel told him everything and hid nothing from him, and he said, It is the Lord. Let him do what seems good to him. And Samuel grew, and the Lord was with him, and let none of his words fall to the ground. And all Israel, from Dan to Beersheba, knew that Samuel was established as a prophet of the Lord. And the Lord appeared again at Shiloh, for the Lord revealed himself to Samuel at Shiloh by the word of the Lord. And at the word of Samuel came, and the word of Samuel came to all Israel. Now Israel went out to battle against the Philistines. They encamped at Ebenezer, and the Philistines encamped at Aphek. The Philistines drew up in line against Israel, and when the battle spread, Israel was defeated by the Philistines, who slew about 4,000 men on the field of battle. And when the troops came to the camp, the elders of Israel said, Why has the Lord put us to rout today before the Philistines? Let us bring the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord here from Shiloh, that he may come among us and save us from the power of our enemies. So the people sent to Shiloh and brought from there the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord of hosts, who was enthroned on the cherubim, and the two sons of Eli, Hophni and Phinehas, were there with the Ark of the Covenant of God. When the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord came into the camp, all Israel gave a mighty shout so that the earth resounded. And when the Philistines heard the noise of the shouting, they said, What does this great shouting in the camp of the Hebrews mean? And when they learned that the Ark of the Lord had come to the camp, the Philistines were afraid, for they said, A God has come into the camp. And they said, Woe to us, for nothing like this has ever happened before. Woe to us, who can deliver us from the power of these mighty gods? These are the gods who smote the, smoke the Egyptians with every sort of plague in the wilderness. 
Take courage and acquit yourselves like men, O Philistines, lest you become slaves to the Hebrews as they have been to you. Acquit yourselves like men and fight. So the Philistines fought, and Israel was defeated, and they fled, every man to his home, and there was a great slaughter, for there fell of Israel thirty thousand foot soldiers. And the ark of God was captured, and the two sons of Eli, Hophni and Phinehas, were slain. A man of Benjamin ran from the battle line and came to Shiloh the same day with his clothes rent and with earth upon his head. When he arrived, Eli was sitting upon his seat by the road watching, for his heart trembled for the ark of God. And when the man came into the city and told news, all the city cried out. When Eli heard the sound of the outcry, he said, What is this uproar? Then the man hastened and came and told Eli. Now Eli was ninety-eight years old, and his eyes were set, so he could not see. And the man said to Eli, I am he who has come from a battle. I fled from the battle today. And he said, How did it go, my son? He who brought the tidings answered and said, Israel has fled before the Philistines, and there has been a great slaughter among the people. Your two sons also, Hophni and Phinehas, are dead, and the ark of God has been captured. When he mentioned the ark of God, Eli fell over backward from his seat by the side of the gate, and his neck was broken, and he died, for he was an old man and heavy. He had judged Israel forty years. Now his daughter-in-law, the wife of Phinehas, was with child, about to give birth. And when she heard the tidings that the ark of God was captured, and that her father-in-law and her husband were dead, she bowed and gave birth, for her pains came upon her. And at the same time, and at the time of her death, the woman attending her said to her, Fear not, for you have borne a son. But she did not answer or give heed. And she named the child Ichabod, saying, The Lord has departed from Israel, because the ark of God had been captured, and because of her father-in-law and her husband. And she said, The glory has departed from Israel, for the ark of God has been captured. Our next reading is Psalm 124. If it had not been the Lord who was on our side, let Israel now say, If it had not been the Lord who was on our side when men rose against us, then they would have swallowed us up alive when their anger was kindled against us. Then the flood would have swept us away, the torrent would have gone over us, then over us would have gone the raging waters. Blessed be the Lord who has not given us his prey to their teeth. We have escaped as a bird from the snare of the fowlers. The snare is broken and we have escaped. Our help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. Our last reading for today is Luke chapter 17, verses 1 to 19. And he said to his disciples, Temptations to sin are sure to come, but woe to him by whom they come. It would be better for him if a millstone were hung round his neck and he were cast into the sea than that he should cause one of these little ones to sin. Take heed to yourselves. If your brother sins, rebuke him, and if he repents, forgive him. And if he sins against you seven times in the day and turns to you seven times and says, I repent, you must forgive him. The apostles said to the Lord, increase our faith. And the Lord said, if you had faith as a grain of mustard seed, you could say to this sycamine tree, be rooted up and be planted in the sea, and it would obey you. Will any one of you who has a servant plowing or keeping sheep say to him when he is coming from the field, come at once and sit down at table? Will he not rather say to him, prepare supper for me and gird yourself and serve me till I eat and drink, and afterwards you shall eat and drink? Does he thank the servant because he did what was commanded? So you also, when you have done all that is commanded, you say, we are unworthy servants. We have only done what was our duty. On the way to Jerusalem, he was passing along between Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered a village, he was met by ten leopards, lepers who stood at a distance and lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, Go and show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed. Then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice. And he fell on his face at Jesus' feet, giving him thanks. 
Now he was a Samaritan. Then said Jesus, were not ten cleansed? Where are the nine? Was no one found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, rise and go your way. Your faith has made you well. Well, that's everything for today. I hope you're doing well and I will see you tomorrow. Bye.